Some viewers may find this disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's showtime. I'm really just stating my opinion. I'm not telling you to hate Xbox. I mean, this video might be called, I hate Xbox, but I'm not telling you to hate Xbox. The game's coming to Game Pass. The far exceeds in PlayStation games, however. What in the fact, fuck PlayStation is this asshole? All their games cross at the moment because they're struggling for players and money. Sony, look, let's face it, let's face it, guys. Has Sony ever been really honest? No. No. They are career, they are career criminals. Good evening, good morning, uh, good afternoon, uh, trying to cover all my bases, uh, good in the future for like guys like David and HD Gamer, because they're already way ahead of us. Uh, how is everybody doing? This is episode three of the Damage Plan. It's uh, part two of what uh, we were discussing last week. I got even more um, sensitive videos for everybody to get pissed off on, so um, I'm not going to wait around. Uh, introducing my awesome panel I have today, I have Mr. David Faulkner returning. How are you doing, sir? Quite well, thank you. How are you? Uh, besides uh, projectile vomit flying all over the place, I'm great. I am perfectly great. And Excellent. hopefully it does not come over to the computer here because we are going to get screwed if that happens. So, But otherwise, I'm doing good. Um, That's excellent. He is a brand-new guest. I appreciate uh, him coming on today. Uh, he ran into a little bit of trouble last week, but we got him this week. It's HD Gamer. Hello, hello. I just thought I'd stop by for a bit of a chinwag. Um, yeah, bit of background for me, just a long-time sort of gamer. Don't have the, the, the background of Dave or, or Deezy like last time, but, yeah, just an uh, analytical think, thinker. like to sort of talk video games and try and give sort of measured, thought-out responses. So looking forward to tonight, guys. I'm pretty sure you got a lot more uh, info than or I should a lot more knowledge than I do because uh, that's what I'm I'm basically doing is going to you guys to help me learn a little bit more of what the right and wrong is basically what I'm trying to do. But I appreciate you coming uh, here, sir. Um, it's an honor uh, because you're on uh, Woolies uh, uh, Company of Gamers, so I appreciate you doing this. No problem. Uh, next. He is a first-time guest himself. Uh, we've been trying to get him on uh, here and there, maybe even... I don't know if he's going to ever show up on the uh, Sunday show. It might be a little bit too weird and wacky. But uh, Shacky... Sh Sh yeah. Shacky Shaco is here. How you doing? I'm doing well. And I don't know how I got here. All I remember is uh, <laughs> uh, Retro telling me, Hey, man. Can you check uh, this uh, inside of this bag? I checked it. Bada bing, bada boom. I'm here and don't know how. Well, Thanks a lot, the retro. Yeah, well, yeah we just uh, shake, Shaki. We appreciate your support so much. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and yeah, uh, I, I like your view on a lot of things. So I thought, yeah, we've got to get him on. I'm just yeah, happy yeah. you finally decided to come on. 
Yeah, uh, I'm very thankful as well. And I, I very much enjoyed the trip uh, on your back when I was getting here. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we, Retro and I were arguing in the DMs about, you know, he sat there and said that it, you are his guest, but I mean, technically it's, it's, I like to look at it as an our show. So you're our guest, right? Mr. He Retro? Straight up, he straight <laughs> up jumped into that invite. Like it was his girlfriend. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Listen, I'm setting up Unbelievable. This, I'm setting up the show for tomorrow with Supergirl on Pile, and all of a sudden, uh, both of us, we look at each other because the, the Discord chime went, and we're like, where the hell did that come from? And I look over, and he's in. He's already in the Discord. I'm like, oh, shit. I don't, I don't, I'm not set up right now to get in the Discord. <laughs> I had everything all over my screens and that stuff, so I'm, I apologize that uh, to you, sir. Um I should have popped in, but I just had all this uh, paper crap and, and everything all over the place. So sorry about that. But well, you're lucky I've got nothing better to do than wait around for you, ain't it? I I know, I know. D- David yeah. even surprised me last Friday. He's like, "Yo, I'm in your Discord." I'm like, "What? What? Are you seriously?" And I look in, and he's sitting there in the Discord. I'm like, "Oh shit, dude! I'm sorry. I didn't even yeah. take notice of that." Sitting there listening to him prattle on for five minutes before he realized. Hopefully I didn't give any kind of, like, bad uh, information or anything like that for you to be going, what the fuck am I doing with this guy, man? Now I you know why I joined as soon as I see him on there. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck I got that shit on record. <laughs> no, I, well, I actually forgot to record last night's uh, show for Anchor and that, so I made sure that today's is... So I made sure to hit the button. Um, we do have uh, Stage Block. He is uh, running a little bit late. He literally just got done work at 3 o'clock. So uh, I'd rather not have him uh, drive and then try to talk at the same time. So I'm perfectly fine when he gets home and he's relaxing that. Pop on, brother. We're here for you. Um, let's get into the nitty-gritty. Uh, no more holding back on this. The, the the first topic I wanted to bring to the panel is <clears throat> everybody. Um, I'm not too sure saw Jeff Grubbs uh, tweet out there with the Sony Spartacus thing, um, and is this going to be a Game Pass killer, a Game Pass competitor? Um, I, I to to me the way it I'm looking at it and if it actually turns out to be true, um, I don't see it as a Game Pass competitor in any way. I think it's more it competes more with what Nintendo has than what uh, Game Pass has. Um, but this is the thing, and and people are getting really pissed off that oh well, this this has. Uh, I heard it yesterday. This is pathetic. It's a piece of crap. Um, I'm not going to, uh, you know, jump in here. It's getting its price raised, which in reality and honesty, it's not actually not getting its price raised. Uh, PS Now and PS Plus are both $10 a month. So if you go by the monthly rate, there is no uh, increase in charge. Just to put that out there. Boomstick. Uh, anyway, so, but the, the tiers and, and everything else, 
I wanted to find out. I'll go to David first. Um, do you look at this as a game a Game Pass competitor or a killer or anything like that? What is what What's your opinion on this? Uh, well, <clears throat> I um, I would say that all that, those screenshots and, and rumors and innuendo that are floating around in the last couple of days are a whole lot of bullshit. Um, I don't see the way that it's been portrayed through articles in the last couple of days lining up at all with with Sony's business model or even with how they've spoken about what they want their online service to be. Um, and it certainly doesn't line up with the actions that they're taking with the people they're employing and have employed and the chatter that's been about of what they're, they're bringing down the pipeline. So, like, this whole idea that it's tiered and it's going to be like Game Pass is, is nonsense. It's it's going to be a... I call it a bolt together. Add in your options rather than you have to step through certain options to get to what you want. Um, so, obviously, you'll have your core PlayStation Plus, which is what it is now, and then you'll have the option to bolt on the legacy system or the legacy games like Nintendo Online has. Or you can bolt on the... Um, the games as a service piece, but to get one, you don't have to have the other because uh, that's that means if the flexibility is in there, more people are going to buy into the service rather than I've got to have this crap, this crap, and this crap to get that. No, thank you. I'll just just buy the game. Um, so there's you know they, they're um, you know they're talking about having what is it? The rumor was premium for sixteen bucks a month which was basically everything which allowed you to download and stream PS Now games, classic games library, first-party game trials, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's not not even close to what Sony has, has indicated they want to have in their online services. And it's certainly not what they're building that infrastructure for. Um, if you want to hear about what they're doing, um, check out what Zubitech and a few others in that, that engineering um, area have been talking about what Sony's building in terms of infrastructure. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna blow people's minds when they see just how much firepower they're putting into it. But yeah, it's got uh, it, it's you know, the the main piece is that that picture that's PlayStation Spartacus has been floating around with the three tiers. That's not even close to what it's going to look like. Um, and and the pricing points of it as well. The stuff that Jeff Grubb and others have put out there is say, like, oh, this is the price point on a monthly fee. Well, that's correct. It's exactly the same as what it currently is now for Plus. And now for adding on, if you put now on top of it per month, but then PlayStation's always giving you a discount if you buy annually. And I don't see that going away. I don't, I don't see it. They would much rather have that whole amount of money now than nickel and dime every month because it locks the users in and it gives them more stability in what they can offer. That's why we get two. That's why we get four free games in March, because there's that many PS Plus subscribers that are locked in for twelve months. They can afford to do that. Oh, uh, not to interrupt you, but plus, and I keep putting it out there and retweeting it. Um, Supply Ninja, even the Cheap Ass Gamer, is putting up there, and Wario sixty four is putting up there. Hey. Guys, everybody out there, you do understand 
for uh, a year subscription, I think it was thirty three or thirty nine dollars uh, for a year subscription. I mean, how can you not? I sat there and said last night, I'm like, I I'm, I think it's twenty twenty seven. I'm um, locked into because I keep getting these deals. It's like, well. If I'm going to keep getting them, I may as well, you know, just add maybe like a year here or a year there and that. But yeah, there there was there was a lot of stuff that yeah. I was listening to. Oh, this is outrageous and and you know, people putting it on Twitter. Oh, this is more expensive than Game Pass and and whatever else and we're not even getting the gate the day and date stuff and and whatever and and <clears throat> it was said on last night I I understand why there's no day and date from Sony compared to Microsoft, and I'm sorry, but right now Microsoft doesn't have their their titles aren't up to par like Sony's. So why would Sony want to take that away? I I don't understand that. Well, the reasons aren't there really is one the games sell. Do you know what I mean? That's the main reason they never go day and date is because their games sell. Right. I mean, Do you know what I mean? The whole, the whole Game Pass situation came about because sales were tanking on Xbox platforms. You look at you look at the likes of Forza Seven. Forza Seven sold like maybe two million copies. You know what I mean? That was to a, a user base of what? How many? Fifty, sixty million. So the games weren't selling. Do you know what I mean? So that's that's just why Game Pass has come about. So the main reason that Microsoft is doing it, Sony just doesn't have. Plus, like if we're honest, Microsoft can afford to be a lost leader in this forever if they want to be. Do you mean Sony can't? They can't run their business like that. They rely on their games profits to kind of reinvest, don't they? To a certain extent. Yeah. Correct. It's the old. You gotta you gotta sell this one to make the next one. Um, yeah. And that's not a bad model to have. And you're right, Xbox didn't really have a lot of choice there because it had such a dry outlook. They needed to keep players engaged somehow. But, you know, like Xbox is always going to, Xbox Game Pass will always be the best value because you can basically get it for free. Um, You know, the $1 deals or the the use your, what is it, their search engine? Credits get on there. Oh, those oh bing. Oh, yes, yes. Transfer your credits you over and get it for free. And... Yeah, you get like points for playing the games and, and playing Xbox uh, Game Pass games. You could That's literally right. buy a full game if you just yeah. played enough games. Stage. But this, this is why it's always confused me, is how they're making money. Because I'm subbed, I'm fully subbed to Game Pass, but before that, I was buying every... Near enough, every release Microsoft released, all the pauses, all the gears, you know, um, what else were they releasing? Even some of the smaller games they were releasing, I was buying, you know, the arcade games and stuff. But since Game Pass, they haven't spent that kind of money. I just see where the money is. And we keep, between me and my wife, it's in the mark. me and my wife literally get the deal offered to us every couple of months. So every couple of months, we're able to swap accounts and get Game Pass cheaper. <laughs> so okay. It's, it's the... You know what I mean? Like, to me personally, it doesn't make sense from my point of view. So I don't know. 
No, well, it, it, to, to stop this turning into a, a bashing session on Game Pass and focus back on, <laughs> on what we were originally discussing. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to oh, make yeah, yeah. it. No, no that's all right. <laughs> you, <laughs> hey, don't let everybody hold back. Just Fucking let it fly internet. out, man. Uh, go um, ahead, David. The problem is that those games have so many comparisons. In, even if you favor one group, like, Okay, I'm going to have to get back to you once. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I think Game Pass is a fantastic service. Like, yeah. yeah. I can't send music because of See, it. Uh, and I said it last night. The Game Pass is a great value because, I mean, with my son, who's six, I mean, I don't have to worry about buying any games. They, they Once they, you know, pop on to Game Pass and that... It's like this is this is great, but there's there's actually two. I'm going to let everybody uh, finish what they want to say, but then I I want to throw in the uh, the seventy dollar game, um, and I have two little clips. If somebody can help me understand these these two clips, but uh, HD or or Shaki or David, anybody else want to th- throw a little bit more in here, or do you just want to move on? I could add my thoughts if you want. Um, it's, yeah, look, it, as, as I agree with a lot of things Dave said, as usual, but um, having this, you know, Game Pass, um, well, Spartacus being positioned as this Game Pass competitor and everyone, all their expectations seem to be that it has to be identical to Game Pass. Like, and I just don't see that happening. As Dave said, it's not really what their business model's about. Um I think the key key difference, as you sort of brought up, is going to be that day one release of games. I just don't don't see them doing that um, for Spartacus. I think it's going to be focused on their sort of providing their wealth of their back catalogue, their classic games. You know, you'll get some day one releases, smaller games like Destruction All-Stars or some third-party stuff like that. I think it was Shadow Warrior 3. But I see it more as... Um, sort of like a, a Disney Plus model as opposed to a Netflix. So, you know, Disney provide a, a wealth of their sort of their back uh, catalogue. They've got a rich history of IP, but they still have their big releases go to the, the box office. They don't they don't have your, you know, um, Spider-Man No Way Home, like those big Marvel movies, the big Star Wars movies, Star Wars movies releasing day one in, in their streaming service, like it's pretty clear why they just don't give you the return on investment they need. It's not that can't justify spending the budget they do on those movies yeah. and getting a return based on a, a monthly subscription. And Sony have sort of, you know, people just dismiss what they've said, but you know, Jim Ryan's coming out and said that Sean Layden, you know, in an interview um, has said that, that just can't seem to, to make the, the financial side of that work to support these big budget games in, in a subscription-style service. And people sort of point to Game Pass as it currently is and say, well, you know, love it or hate it, like you got Halo Infinite and um, Forza and they've got a few other big titles. Um, and they're saying, well, look, Microsoft, you know, like Gears 5, for instance, look, Microsoft can still support big-budget titles. That's That's a fallacy. But the thing is they're not running at a profit they're running at a loss. So you can't really say how Game Pass is currently running 
as an indication of what it's going to be like in future because they're, they're, yeah sure they can support big budget titles if they run the service at a loss but that's not sustainable eventually they're going to have to make a profit and that's that's when we're going to see if it, what the what the effect on those the budget of those titles are i just don't think that sort of service incentivizes a big budget triple a you know especially big budget triple a what we call one and done, you know, narrative driven single player games. It just doesn't seem to align with the business model. So I, I don't see Sony matching Game Pass with a day one release schedule. Game Pass is great. I think it's good, like Netflix. Like Netflix is great for certain content. Like we've seen a resurgence in the, you know, TV series. There's some great TV series on Netflix. There's even some great movies, but typically, the movies seem to be of a, a lower budget than what we see at the Hollywood blockbuster. And I think that's the same for these gaming subscription services. I think they're going to be really good to get exposure to some of these smaller games. I think as Retro said, look, you will lose some sales potentially of these smaller games, but you know, apparently they do see an uptick in, in sales for some of these smaller, you know, less, less known uh, titles. And if they can get exposure to 20, 30, or however many million it's going to be for Spartacus, then when their microtransactions sort of, that, that'll be their main revenue stream. But um, yeah, there's still some concerns in future for that. But yeah, that's, that's basically how I see it. Mr. Shakey, do you have anything to say? Or you would like to say? Uh, uh, about uh, Game Pass, uh, comparing Game Pass and. Uh... Uh, Spartacus. Yeah. yeah, go for it. Yeah. Mm, well, you guys already spoke a lot about it. Uh, I do want to touch about, uh, touch upon something. There, you know, in the rumors, and uh, there's one of the tiers includes a free trial, not free trials, but trials for games for first party or whatever. But uh, let's say it's first party Sony games. And um, they're most likely gonna do depending on the individual games, uh, which uh, how many hours you can play on them. But uh, th- that's a good fee- that's a good way to make more money because uh, you know if uh, a player plays this game and uh, he's so invested and he's uh, but his t- his t- timer uh, you know. Uh, it's uh, ran out, and he. Oh, I want to pl- continue playing my game. Now he has to uh, buy the game, so it makes the uh, player before he he tests he tests tests out the game before uh, you know playing uh, see if he likes it, and he if he gets invested, he'll buy the full game because he can't uh, actually play through the subscription. Uh, that's a good way, but that uh, that also requires Sony's uh, studios to ensure, okay, to ensure all of their opening hours of their games should be always at high quality, you know, the best it can be, because uh, some of their games, I'll give you an example, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, in the few in the first few hours, is a it's a l- really really slow. And uh, it's not—it's not gonna make—it's not gonna convince a player into. Mm, nah, I don't want to buy it. Uh, this saved me a lot of money. Even though later on, it's so good because I'm enjoying my time with the game. 
and uh, if Sony tries uh, use you know uh, includes this benefit of trials. They have to ensure their first hours it should be the best it can be. And uh, another thing uh, I'm very interested, uh, if there are tiers for this, oh, a little slight, a side note, I really would like them to call these tiers silver, gold, and platinum, you know, just <laughs> in relation to uh, PlayStation. <laughs> And uh, little side, uh, and what I want to talk about, if there's a you know a higher tier, and that includes the classic games from the PS1, PS2, PS3, I'm really interested to see how many would pay for that, uh, because you know Sony hasn't uh, supported backwards compatibility from the PS4 era. Uh, to the PS5, and I wonder uh, how many are there that would actually, you know, want this. I'm interested to see the numbers, how many would uh, sub to that tier if they actually do Spartacus. And um, that's uh, that's all of it, really. I don't have nothing else besides Game Pass is Game Pass day and date. Uh, Spartacus... We don't know. It's only an imagination. Until Sony says it's real, then after that, we'll discuss more. Exactly. It's right. a Game Pass or a competitor or yes or not. Right now, it's just speculations and just imaginary. Nothing really solid. Okay. Thanks. Uh, Stage, uh, I hear you. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I was ordering stuff. No, no. Uh, you have, you have the floor. Uh, go go ahead and uh, explain uh, your point in that stuff. Oh uh, no, it's just I agree with him one hundred percent with what Jake said. Um, pretty much, I, and I've been saying this on 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 Twitter. You've probably seen it, or if not, you have. Um, but I've been telling everybody because it's really the Xbox gamers that are talking about Spartacus more than the, the PlayStation gamers. Really. Yep. Um, you're seeing them showcasing the that little. Uh, uh, you know, picture that's been making the rounds that essentially is like kind of like a mock-up for the business model of what um, the three-tier system is going to be for uh, Project Spartacus. But the the problem that I have there is nothing is final, nothing set in stone, and nothing has been set by Sony. So I do not take to say, oh, this is crap. Uh-oh. We're starting to lose stage. Uh-oh. Stage, are you still there? Uh, I, I think we lost him, or we're losing him. Stage, where are you? Oh, oh there, there he is. Oh. There he is. Yeah, you, you totally yeah, cut out for a, a minute. A... <laughs> can you can you hear me? Okay. Uh, yes. Your sound. You sound good now. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, yeah, the uh, yeah, the the, the problem that we're dealing with is that there's a lot of bias and a lot of speculation that's been going on on it. And it's really more so the Xbox fans that are using um, the Spartacus information to put it up against Xbox game pass and to put it down. It, it not in any of this uh, situation are they actually looking at the service to actually um, see whether Sony's actual base offerings uh, might on top of the pricings, uh, structure and 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 the separation point of that that structure um will 
be uh, alluring to the actual customer. Um, we, we'll have to actually see that for ourselves when Sony actually showcased that. They're going to definitely show us the, the actual models and the, the difference uh, differentials between uh, if there are different tiers and things like that. But for now, uh, we, we can't really can't go off, this, off of speculation. I mean, as 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 uh, someone said before, like you know, so you know, Sony is isn't in, can't be in the situation to be a loss leader uh, because if you do something like what Microsoft is doing with Game Pass, you're you're essentially going to put your your company in a very uh, bad situation where like Netflix, they're in debt and and and. Uh, or were for a certain period of time, um, and uh, you know you're constantly, um, you know, uh, working at a loss. But you can actually handle it because your uh, parent company is is much grander and uh, can actually take uh, those losses like as if it was a drop in the bucket. Um, so I mean, Sony's got a, a whole slate of games coming, and uh, you know. Some of those games might come to PC and things like that. They're 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 looking at many different models right now, kind of like how what Microsoft's doing. But really, they have to find out what, what works best for them. And uh, hopefully, and I see some. I actually, in response, I, I've seen some PlayStation gamers actually um, buying um, PlayStation Plus, um, you know, uh, subscriptions ahead of time in anticipation for this whole thing. Because it might, they think it might roll over because they're paying attention to the, you know, um, uh, the little mock-up that the Xbox gamers have been putting up. I wish I, I guess to, you know, uh, probably a Sony gamer was putting it, put up, put that up first. But um, I, I don't think it's wise to place bets on on uh, anything until we we see it, you know, anything set in stone. Right. Um, from Sony. I totally agree because with that. The, Sorry, Steve. <laughs> no, it's um, okay. Thanks for that. No, no. Uh, are you are you finished, or do you have a little bit more? Yeah, I'm finished. Oh, you are. Okay, okay. I uh, I cut you off in that stuff, so I wanted to make sure no, that no, no. Uh, you're finished. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, would anybody? Does anybody else have anything right. to say on this? David, go ahead. I, I was. Just going to say, I got a few more things I'd like to chip in if I can. Go for it. Um, so the the issue around the whole it, it, this is more of a broader issue rather than just a gaming issue. So we've got that many streaming services and entertainment services that are subscription based, right? And currently, none of them are making any money. Um, the long term view is it'll take, you know, 15 to 20 years to get them to break even, and then you've got to go even longer to be profitable. But for that 10, 15-year period where they're making losses, that has to be factored in from a business perspective to get the returns for the investors. That Those losses get added in to how much they have to make up in the future time period to bring, you know, at the 20-year mark or the 25-year mark, the the return on investment. So if you think about the hundreds of millions, if even billions of dollars worth of losses that streaming services have racked up over the last 10 years, they've got to make that back up plus make the returns that they're targeting out the next, the next piece. So there's a substantial amount of subscription fee increases that are about to start hitting people 
or we're going to see some of these subscription services folding because they just can't sustain those level of losses. Um, and also, there's the, the competition for it. Um, the best way of putting that is people have only got so much money to spend on entertainment, right? If you've got Disney+, Plus, Netflix, Paramount+, Plus, HBO Max, Game Pass, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and you've only got 30 bucks a month or 40 bucks a month to spend on these services, people are either going to look for really good deals or they're going to start turning some of them off. If they start turning some of them off, how is Game Pass going to be able to wedge themselves in there as a premium service? Because at the moment, they've not got premium service. They've got a service that they've heavily devalued and actually got their entire supporter base used to paying nothing or $1, very few are actually full paying subs to increase, you know, it just harks back to the piece you said about um, Jim Ryan, Sean Layton. You can't put big budget AAA games into a streaming service because you just cannot generate the subscription revenue to sustain them, especially if you've got to do six to eight a year and you've got to put them in that service. So you're talking about, you know, one point two to $1.6 billion for six to eight games a year. And you have to do that every year. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but if you've got to spend that much on those games and you've got to fill out your content with everything else, you, you know, you're spending huge amounts of money, tens of billions of dollars a year just to fill your service up. How do you, how do you make money out of that? And you're talking about hundreds of millions of subscribers. And, uh, you know, people carry on all the time and say, oh, but Game Pass, it, you know, $10 a month, this many, you know, 25 million subscribers at $10 a month is $2.5 billion a month. Like, yeah, but less than 20% of full-paying subscribers. Most of them and are on that three or $1 active... deals and most of your subs are paid out in front. And is that an active, active number or, or an overall number? The 25, the numbers they keep giving it's out. Around around the 20. Is it active yeah. numbers are given? Yeah. Yeah. So twenty five million was at the end of December, according to Microsoft themselves, unverified. So they've they've not had an audited set of a set of financial statements audited where they've actually confirmed that number. It's just what they've told us. So so it could actually the, be the, the total, as in anybody that's ever tried the service. Yeah, it's not right. necessarily current subscribers it could be 25 right. million total subscribers he just says they've got 25 right. million subscribers so take it on face value and say all right if they've got 25 active. million subscribers let's just take it on face value and say that that's currently active they might have right. we don't know but if you've got 25 million and less less than a fifth of them are full fee paying subscribers but we don't know if they're 12 months six months or whatnot the best information i've been able to dig up is that less than 20 percent of the 25 million subscribers were on average, if you've calculated it out, it's their full fee paying for the 12 months. So you've got what, what's that less than five, five million paying 10 bucks a month. So they're doing $50 million in that respect. So how are you going to do a six to eight games a year at billions of dollars of cost? When you got numbers that low, um, and we and we don't, and we're so, not even sure then, what Xbox so, anyway, actually brings in, do we? 
We don't actually they don't actually disclose how much Xbox we, Or do they? Do they tell they, you we we No, you've got to work it out. You've got to calculate it. And there's a lot of guessing in I shouldn't say guessing. There's a lot of um estimating though it's quite accurate. Um within tolerance levels, but um like guys like Daniel Ahmed and that who work for analytics companies that follow this stuff. Microsoft's last year was sixteen point six eight or sixteen point eight billion dollars in revenue, but you don't know what their operating profit is because they don't tell you their expenses. They just lump right, all the expenses okay. in together. But the operating profit for the division that they work in isn't all that healthy because something's dragging it down. But it, personal computing's got Surface, Xbox, Windows, OEM, and oh, one other service line. I can't think of it. It's not important. Um, I think, but it offers, you know, Office 365 and all that sort of businessy stuff is is in there, but it's in the personal computing side of it. That thing's making yeah. over 40% revenue growth quarter on quarter, almost like clockwork. Yet Xbox's last four quarters, I think it was, was it 20 something percent? Then they had a negative, then they had two or 4% and then they had 10%. So as an average, they only had a 16% revenue growth from you know prior year to the year before across the whole year. So that's there's something dragging it down quite substantially. But the other problem too is Xbox is offsetting a lot of its expenditure in its cloud, X cloud and cloud based stuff. It's kicking that over to the Azure business line and costing them a bundle. So there's there's a lot of trickery involved. It's legitimate, but it's not necessarily you know right to do it that way. But yeah, Xbox just don't tell so us. So they're literally they're a massive loss. They're literally spreading. The losses into other sectors is that what is that right or not so much other sectors yeah, so they're running that... in a mass go ahead sir i was gonna say that that's right they're spreading losses into other sectors that aren't xbox like into completely separate business lines on the other side of the business they're pumping losses in over that side at the same time as making a massive loss after doing that um, oh, that's sneaky, and and that's how they justify it out to the shareholders. Is it's oh, it's a long term gain. We're just going to wear losses for a long term gain. Um, yeah, the Activision deal, if it goes through, they will have put on another uh, six or seven billion dollars worth of cost, and the eight billion dollars worth of revenue that Activision makes, if they put all that stuff into the streaming service, and just by making it Xbox exclusive, they would crater that seven or eight billion dollars a year back to about two, if they're lucky. So it's effectively causing a negative six billion dollar impact to the to that service line alone. Um, yeah, there's, we're talking big bickies here. This isn't yeah. this isn't small stuff. It puts a lot of people's livelihoods at risk too. But um, that's just on the subscription side. There's a couple of other points I'll just race through, though. Um, with the Sony, Sony's version of its online services, um, so we know we've got PlayStation Plus and we've got the legacy piece coming. Um, in terms of the, what they're going to have as, as that will be vastly different to Nintendo and Game Pass is it's, that's where they're going to house their games-as-a-service models. So, you know, they said they've got 10 GA... 10 games as a service coming down the pipeline. We know four of them. 
So there's six that we don't know of yet. So things like um, Destiny 2 is probably the best example I can give you. Games like that where it's online MMOs um, or just online competition like Destruction All-Stars is probably another good example of things that are games as a service where they'll just park them in this in this online subscription piece and there's a number of games that you get access to by paying the fee and then you go in and play them so and it's it's kind of like a really cheap it's a really cheeky way of taking what should be free to play games and parking them behind a paywall with the notion that what games are in there you will get if you're a subscribed member you get the battle pass for free or you you get these upgrades for free or this content for free or you get early access to these particular games and stuff. So they put perks in it um, to get you to want to play it. So it's even like sporting titles. Um, so it'll be sporting titles, fighting titles and and the big online online games, MMOs. Um, for that, you know, imagine Street Fighter 6. It's in a PlayStation exclusive and it launches into their god tier Spartacus, you know, Zeus tier, whatever we call it, um, platinum tier option. Um, you pay whatever it is that, you know, two bucks a month or whatever it is to have access to it. And then you get Street Fighter 6 a month earlier than everyone else. And you get all these different skins and a few other bits and pieces. Um, that's, that's where they're going to be vastly different in terms of what what their content offering is rather than just going, oh, you first party um, day and day drop and you get, you know, the deluxe edition if in Game Pass if you buy the game sort of thing. That's where one of their major variances to Game Pass and Nintendo is going to be is in that they've got nearly 50 million subscribers at the moment and a huge amount of um, monthly active users that they can leverage to engage um, it's quite possible that they could be with this model they could get over 100 million people subscribed into it which would be quite quite a feat but it is possible um, there's always that with the day and date release piece um, with the first party um, it, it's not something they want to do where they can avoid it and I don't see any reason why they would do it now but it's possible that the, they could be releasing their first party games into the subscription service, whichever section it is, at the same time as they launch them on PC. So it may be utilised in that manner. Um, or we may end up with a rotating PS Plus collection where instead of having the 20 games that are there now, it may be that they add one or two games when they release these games to PC, they then become part of that collection. So the collection... <laughs> doesn't stay at 20 it starts to grow uh but grow very slowly uh and the other piece too is um you get the bolt-on options for you know the, the mobile gaming on the go op um, division that they're building up there could quite easily be a subscription model to support that um and also there's anime streaming and movie streaming and a heap of other stuff that could become part of that th those options as well um there's obviously music um, there's a deal with Apple in the works at the moment for um, you know Apple Music, Apple TV. Um, there's very likely, if they're pushing into mobile, there'll be a deal to get PlayStation um, favourable conditions for PlayStation games to get onto the App Store. 
so they don't have the same problem that Epic had because uh, that not that that's you know caused Epic a huge amount of financial problems, but it did certainly cause them a huge amount of cost to go to, to the courts over that. So there's a huge like there's heaps of background stuff going on here that a lot of people just haven't spoken about or they're not not raising. Um, and it's out there in plain to see if you just go and do a little bit of digging around. But that thing that like the uh, picture that the Xbox people keep sharing about this is the cost and this is what it will be and blah, blah, blah. They have put zero thought and effort into researching that because it's nothing even close to what Spartacus is likely to be. So anyway, that was my, my last few thoughts on it. Um, David, I wanted to ask you this real quick, and then I'm going to set up these these clips. In your opinion, yeah. uh, is Game Pass, and and I'm going to say a Game Pass or and Spartacus and whatever these companies have for subscription services, uh, are they killing like a place like GameStop, uh, like even like. Uh, Best Buy, Walmart, Target. To me, it seems like if you have this subscription service um, and you have all these games, well, people, first of all, they don't need to go out and buy anything at these stores. But then second, it's, well, you already have it in the service. Why do I need to even, you know, even look at the store? Doesn't that hurt the stores in a, in a way? Kind of. It just depends on what the store is able to flexibly change to. I mean, you can't buy um, models, peripherals. You know, you can't go into a. You can't just go online and pick it up. And what does an elite controller feel like? Um, you know, t-shirts, hoodies, a lot of that collectible stuff that people like to get. You can't really. A lot of people are getting away from buying that online and going back to getting it in a store because they can get it then and there and see what it looks like. So a lot of get stores like GameStop and that, if they just rely on selling the new games, that they they're not going to last at all. Um, not just because of the, the percentage of digital content and the game, but the subscription services burying them. They just there's nothing there. To, there's no appetite there anymore for people to just go into a shop that just sells games. Um, there's got to be all that add-on stuff, and that's where a lot of these places make their money anyway. Mm-hmm. I'll sell you a T-shirt for twenty dollars, and it only cost them two bucks to get it there. Right. Um, but like you know, Horizon Forbidden West is a great example. You could order the pre-order the collector's edition, and it would be shipped out to you. Whereas there's a heap of people still waiting to get that because of t- delivery delays and courier delays and all that sort of stuff. Whereas they've got three of them sitting in the shop, local shop here where you can just walk in and buy them and you've got them there and then. Um, they've actually got one of the, the big, um, well, I can't remember what they call that elephant thing. Tremor, Tremor task. task or whatever it is. Yep. Yeah, they got one of them sitting on the sh- in the glass display Damn. so that people can actually see what it looks like. So There you go, there's, Intro. There's pros and cons around the whole thing. But, yes, the, the subscription models, to say that they would kill off something like Game Pass is, is probably a fair comment to make though game um gamestop has tried and tried and tried again to remodel itself into something that to stay relevant um but eventually it's just going to become a well if they start to really include legacy stuff 
across the board in some of these subscription models that can't even morph into a retro gaming you know supplier anymore because um, they, they just won't be able to, to handle it so they are in trouble they just got to make sure that it's an experience rather than what they're offering is is what they're selling okay their, their business model completely like destroyed the, the chance of having any value for retro games because they give nothing for retro games to begin with and that's that's a, a terrible thing right if, if you actually bring something that's old to gamestop they would probably have very little value that the second actual second hand right. market um that you know people are involved in like on ebay and amazon were involved in like for instance or even at a, a show they would have much fairer prices for the buyer in the second hand market versus um what gamestop actually puts up themselves it's, it's crazy uh, but that it would be good to see them actually start to, to, to get into that. But it's just right, for the as you said before, it's not feasible at this point because it's too far gone. It's just trying to remodel their business model so that they could actually take. Uh, <clears throat> um, it, it would it would feel like they were they were taking losses, giving people fairer prices for for their product. Um. I want to read uh, these two uh, from the chat. Adam B. How you doing, Adam? He says, Azure is where they make their money. Uh, even their personal computers are a percentage compared to their Azure uh, data centers. And then he said, Microsoft wants to basically move everything to what is called software as service, a.k.a. SAAS, um, where you'll have less access and everything will be cloud-based. So... Um, but th- those are two uh, comments. Um, I want to bring these three little short clips, uh, and maybe the panel can help me understand. Um, it's uh, it has uh, David's favorite person in it, so we couldn't get Retro's favorite person tonight. Um, he never said anything to me, so I, you know, I, I. I I tried Don't retro. I, I I really Don't tried. I'm not going to speak his name. I'm not going to speak his name. Um, but uh, I'll play. Headlight sounds like crazy, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. You you and Stone are like like so. Uh, I'm not even going to go there. But it's been going on for about four months. He, under, he underestimated how stubborn I am. <laughs> he didn't realize I had the time all the time. Like it's. I work night shifts. You are that entertainment. Do you know what I mean? Stupid. <laughs> oh my god! All right, check out this one minute clip. Uh, like I said, it's like uh, two to three minutes. I'll play this, and then I'm going to ask my question to the panel to see if I'm goofy in the head. So I, I might actually be. I might be a total dumbass. Definitely in the head. goofy in the head. Yeah, I am. Here you go. The day is gone. Developers going through so many damn hurdles in these in these interviews, mm. talking yo, about yo, bit, how the game did. I mean, to, to be him, honest, yo, tell them, mm-hmm. tell them, tell to be them honest with between, you. Like, I was going to say, to be honest with you, like that whole mindset from that whole side of not trying to save money, like blows them all in mind. They're like, oh, no, you know, we, yeah, we they seventy dollars. If the you're not given the opportunity to, you're going to act like you don't want it. All right, so there you go. That, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. the only thing. But my thing is, when you buy it on sale, you're hurting Sony's bottom line. 
Exactly. Okay? They're taking so, a loss to give it to you cheaper. Exactly. So and, obviously, and, yeah. you are the problem, right? So when it, when it comes to Game Pass, they got their bag up front. Yeah. Now all that engagement that's up inside there now. See, see, see. It's it's like when you go into an all inclusive vacation. You pay. Okay, so that's that's you know, the why do you think the data is going undeveloped? Sorry, through so many you damn hurdles and these, and these inter- shh, shh, shh. You're done, there, dude. You're done. I'm sorry. Uh, that's the first clip. Okay, so the second clip I got for you is this one here, and this is 49 when seconds. You can't I'm sorry. pay that month. The lock is on the door. Like so, mm. it's, it's 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 a fair. It's it's an absolute fear that you don't have that fifteen dollars that month and you are locked out from the fun. Mm-hmm. So okay, so let's get to this part, right? Anytime I do purchase a game off of Game Pass, I get ten percent discount. Let's say the game is about to leave Game Pass. Let's say the game was inside Game Pass for at least a year and some change. The price on that game then dropped down <laughs> and I mm-hmm. still get the ten percent off on my deal. So let's say it's no longer 50, 60 bucks and they had a sale on this game and this game now is like $35. I still get that 10% off. And before it leaves, guess who? Okay, that one and then this last one. And I can see David in the chat. He's ready to to have a heart attack here. But David, just hold on because I got a question for you. Actually, I got a couple questions. right? Anytime I do purchase a game off of Game Pass, I get 10% discount. Let's say the game is about to leave Game Pass. Let's say the game was inside Game Pass for at least a year and some change. The price on that game then dropped down, and I mm-hmm. still get the 10% off on my deal. So let's say it's no longer 50, 60 bucks, <laughs> and they had a sale on this game, and this game now is like $35. I still get that 10% off. And before you leave, that digital piece, that little copy, that little token, a lot of you dudes is out here capping <laughs> for NFTs and Bitcoins and all this other stuff. Okay. My question. $3.50. That's okay. how much he's saving. Now, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. So the first clip, he's sitting there and he says that when a Sony game goes on sale, that Sony is losing out. Because it is on sale, so they're losing money. Then he comes back and sits there and says, and this is King David. I'm sorry, but uh, you can see it in the clip. You'll see it on YouTube. Then he sits there and says, which this is my thing. um, If you don't pay for Game Pass, that $15 for that month, well, guess what? All those 400 or 300 games that you have... Well, you don't have no more because they're they're a part of the rental service, which it is. I don't want to hear it's a rental service. It's the exact same thing that Hollywood Video, West Coast, and Blockbuster all. You could rent it, but you couldn't want you had to take it back. This here, sure, you have it in your library, but as soon as you don't pay that, you're it's gone. But then he goes and sits there and says that since I have Game Pass. I go and I get the games at a discount. And if it's $35 on sale, I get that extra 10%. You're doing, it's the exact same thing. Am I wrong? Am I a little cuckoo in the head? But he's doing the exact same thing. If you buy a game from Sony that is on sale, 
and you buy a game that is on Xbox X, uh, Game Pass and it's on sale, and then you're getting an extra 10%, isn't that the same thing? I'm, am, am I wrong or am I goofy in the head? Who would like to sit there and call me a, a total idiot? I'll tell, total I'll idiot. tell you that you're in the opposite of a total idiot. That's all. <laughs> you know what he's going to say, though, don't you? Some of those games, the developers have already got their money for it, so it's extra money. He's going to say some bullshit like that. I guarantee it. That'll be his argument. Yeah. But no, you're correct. You are right. You are right in what you say. Okay, but... And uh, the thing is, he made a statement about um, Sony losing money on these games when they decide to put them on sale. How do you know? How do you know they haven't already made the profit back? I mean, Days Gone, as an example, sold what? Eight million all in? <laughs> Not all eight million of those were on sale. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, you, you can't really be saying that they're losing money on sales when we don't know what their profit margins are and stuff. We don't know what the costs are. So, um, it's... David, go ahead because I'm looking at you in the chat, and I think you're 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 ready to just go completely nuts. So go for it. I love it when yeah, David goes. Just, uh, the floor is yours. Uh, hey, <laughs> HD's been staring me up too. Um, the okay, I'm going to paraphrase to very simply what he very very poorly tried to explain, so then people might actually understand what he was trying to say. He's basically saying that. Because Sony don't have a subscription model, when they put a game on sale, they're taking a hit to their bottom line. But he completely left out the fact that PlayStation don't just throw games on sale in the first six months. I've, I've, they don't put their first party games on sale until at least nine to 12 months in, minimum. That's a fact. Then what he's tried to do is compare that unfairly because you can't do a comparison is say that because people who subscribe to Game Pass are paying that fee up front, then when the game is leaving and on sale with the discounts, they've already gotten their money, so to speak, so that Xbox can then sell you that game and the developers can sell you that game at a reduced price, right? So he's trying to, trying to very sneakily suggest that he's paying for that discount up front, which means that you're not actually getting a saving, are you? So do, do you understand, like, this, this is how fucking silly it is. <laughs> if, he, if, he was a, if he was a full fee paying 10 bucks a month, paid $10 a month for the whole year for Game Pass, and then went and bought, using his example, went and bought the $60 game that's now reduced to $35 with a 10% discount. The 10% discount's only $3.50, but he would have effectively paid $151.50 for that game. And then you've got to apportion it out across the games. There's all the different games. It sounds like, yes, but if he buys more than one, it will get technically get cheaper. But for his example, he just spent $151.50 on a $60 game. That's He's paid two and a half times what that game was valued at launch. Um, if he then decide, well, if you say, oh no, but you know, w what's the difference? Well, if he hadn't have paid the, say he paid one dollar a month for twelve months, it, it would have been, um, you know, forty. What was it? You're looking at forty, forty, uh, forty three fifty at the end of twelve months. 
So if, if he's actually spent more because his $3.50 discount is offset. So it's $8.50 more than what it would have been if it had just bought it without the discount. I, it's uh, it, it's insane what he's, he's trying to draw a comparison to. Um, you know, it would have been easier. It would have been cheaper. Bought the thing straight up and then paid a dollar a month. That would have been $72 for the whole year. It, it would have been cheaper for him to do that. Or just <laughs> bought the game out right at the front end. Or do what I do and wait six to 12 months and then buy the thing when it's 50% off because they've already recouped a lot of their money. I, it, it's insane. I, I've, got, I've got games in my library that I didn't pay any more than $20 for because everybody else has already gone and bought them because they had to have them day one. My backlog's that big. I can't, I can't buy a game day one and play it because I just don't have the time. So I, I leverage off other people that buy games and I, when, when Sony puts them on sale, that's when I buy them. And Sony has a sale every fucking week. Like every, they do nearly two sales a month. So, you know, you got a title that you want to buy. There's a couple that I'm looking at. They get 40 and 50% off regularly, and then I get the bonus discounts for being a PlayStation Plus member. I've bought games that have been discounted from $129 Australian back to 1999 Australian just because of the compounding on the discounts. And I've only paid what would have been $25 American for my 12-month subscription to PS Plus. So, yeah, it, yeah, it's just ridiculous what he's suggesting because to, to say that, oh, they're getting their money up front and then I get the discount at the back end so I'm saving money. Well, who paid the money up front, you fucking idiot? <laughs> um, dumbass. D- just d- d- fucking d- dumbass. <laughs> He's a he, anyway, he is I'm a business stop. owner. He is a business owner. So I'm I'm just letting you know, David. He he's he's a business owner. He's he's let me know that uh, a couple of times. Um, but um, does anybody else want to stoke David's fire on us, or anybody want to say anything <laughs> besides David? It was just obvious bullshit, wasn't it? Like, well, see, see the, the, even I knew that, and I'm not no businessman. But uh, <laughs> listen, I'm I'm listening to that, and then uh, I'll cut this real short. But I'm sitting there and I'm listening to it, and then he's saying, "Okay, how uh, it's bad for Sony, bad for the devs that there's on a sale." And then that clip, he literally turned it around within five to ten minutes and sat there and said, "The whole game pass, I get my discount, I get this on sale." I'm like, "Wait a minute." You just sat there and said it's bad for the devs and Sony, but it's not bad for Microsoft and the devs. I, you just contradicted yourself. I want to know how you sit through these people's videos, these people that you know are going <laughs> to piss you off and you know they're going to chat bullshit, yet you sit and give them a view. I, I don't know how you do it. I can't sit and listen to that other fellow. What's his name? His name that we won't say. I can't go. I can't even stand his voice, man. Do you know what I mean? It would just wind me up to sit there listening to his videos. I don't know how you do it. Listen, listen. I'm going to put it to you this way. And I thought about doing it, but it's it might be a good thing that I didn't because um, it, what David sat there and said, what he's been saying in the chat, it might be a uh, it was a good idea because what I heard yesterday from uh, this other person that I played his stuff last week. 
uh, retro, you'd probably fly off the handle, and David would probably fly off the handle with what he sat there and said yesterday. Um, I mean, if if you really want me to, I could play. You know how Sony Sony are criminals. I mean that that's been put out there that you know Sony. Uh, I guess they're 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 stealing and things like that. But okay, HD. What what do you, do you have anything to to say about this? Would you like to say anything about this? I mean, oh, I'll say here. something briefly. But I, I think Dave um, uh, broke it down pretty well. But I, I was listening to that, scratching my head too. I I, I don't think King David articulates his point particularly well. And even when uh, Dave just fixed, articulated it as best he could, it still doesn't make sense to me. I think that that, that um, <laughs> claim it's hurting Sony when they put it on sale. And like as Dave said, like and Retro said, that's that's after maybe nine months of being on uh, full price. So they've saturated that market. They've, they've you know the, the 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 sales of the full price game have tailed off. That they've already got like. The, the the cost of the game's already there. It's not changing. It's there. So they've they've probably already made back their money off the full price sales. And then they're like, well, we're not getting any more full price sales. Let's get a bit more revenue by dropping the the price. And then that's similar to their PC release strategy. Once they've got all the sales they can on the the console, they've dropped it down to a discounted price. They've got all the sales they can there. Then you know they may put it in PS Plus, or then we see the PC port. It's not it's not hurting them. They're they're not releasing the game day one on a sale unless it's you know maybe it's, uh, it's the same or as or something. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to talk over you, um, but it's the same as um, it would be the same as saying those platinum hits that Sony used to produce after a certain while. You know, we're making them no money. You know what I mean? Remember? Do you remember yeah, the? Did you get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where they were like 20, well, for us, they were like 20 pounds instead of 40 pounds. Do you know what I mean? But clearly, those were all like the greatest hits. So they'd all sold already. But that's what it would be like saying buying those platinum hits was damaging Sony. Well, no, it wasn't. It was helping. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It just yeah. don't make sense. It's what sales do. Sales that help the company. <laughs> yeah, it generates. <laughs> That's what people do sales for. And then his comparison to Game Pass and that logic, as Dave said, yeah. he's sitting there subscribing every month to it, waiting for that to hit a sale, and then he's he, he's parading around because he gets his extra 10%, which is $3.50 off the game, <laughs> but he's been paying it the full price for <laughs> nine months or so waiting for that sale. It's I, I, I can't make sense of it. I just laugh at that. But it, it makes me laugh too because I've, I've seen Dave's um, back and forth with King David on Twitter, which always just yes, I've I've seen a couple. I, I love They're it. very I love entertaining. It. I love, the, <laughs> I love the, the. I'm a small business owner. I understand that. I was just like, oh, I can't wait for Dave's response. Well, okay, so um, between that and then uh, David, I I think it might have been last week or 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 not. Yeah, last weekend or maybe at the beginning of the week, but. Uh, you were going back and forth, and then I jumped into it, and I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe I'll just have this guy roasted on on the show and that stuff. But this guy, Matt Heller, uh, we were going back and forth, and he was sitting there basically making my point. Um, when he was sitting there, he he sat there and said, oh, well, David uh, said that Game Pass would need 120 million subs in order just to break even and, and things like that. That's $1.2 billion a month and, and all this. 
And I'm sitting there and I kept on asking him, what are your credentials for you to be saying that David is wrong? And he could never answer it. He would only bring up uh, just articles. And it's like, okay. But then he brought something up to where it sat there and said, uh, uh, he he's saying that Game Pass has 19 to 20 million concurrent subs. And I was sitting there and I wanted to say to him, yeah, okay, so if you're sitting there and they're at 21 million subs, it goes back to the whole Game Pass thing where when they bought Activision or they're in the process of buying Activision, you're telling me that uh, Forza and Halo only brought you in 4 million subs? I mean, it all goes back to uh, David and sitting there saying about they they don't have the subs or, or and that stuff. And I sit there and... I just keep saying this. It just it, it just boggles my mind that people think. And I, you know what? I listen. I think King David is very funny. Um, he does know how to poke the bear. I mean, believe me, he he does a real good job every Sunday of of poking the bear and that stuff. But you just have people that they they don't know. They like to sit there and hear themselves talk. That is the whole purpose of it. And Twitter gives you that platform to do that. If you're not going to sit there and tell me your credentials, I ain't going to believe a, a fucking thing that comes out of your, your mouth. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. I mean, just tell me. And, and David was nice enough. Hey, this is what I do for a living. This is my job. I can't give you the company that I'm working for, but this is what I do for a living in that. Hey, man, I'm all great and and that stuff. That's what I want to hear. But if it's, uh, yeah, I'm going to make all these stupid statements and I'm going to, you know, give you all this this feedback from an article. It's an article. It's an, an opinion. It's not all fact. Okay? Not every article has, to, it's not 100% factual. Um, I'm getting way ahead of myself here because I wanted to go into, uh, does anybody else have anything on... Uh, that video right there that they would like to add. So I don't cut anybody off here. I do not. Okay. Stage, do you have anything? Ignorance is bliss. It, uh, is, is, does Stage have anything? Would he like to add anything? I don't know if he's there. I'm staring at uh, YouTube and not uh, Discord. Yeah, I need to jump on. Oh, yes. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Stage, you, you want to okay. say it's anything? because I had the Wi-Fi on. I think that's what it was. Okay. There was, I guess there was some Wi-Fi interference. Um, uh, no, King David is a funny character. You know, like, uh, <laughs> um, you know, like he's one of the key reasons to watch based on his charisma, but I don't always take everything he says. Like, so seriously, you know, um, you know, it's, it's more entertainment, you know, it's like that. but, um, you know, like he, he, he was saying that, uh, you know, Sony takes a loss, on, on on the sales that they make, well, of course. I mean, all these companies do eventually, except uh, like Nintendo, um, uh, take a loss at, at times depending on on certain type of games. But Sony, I mean, usually, as David was saying, they they make their profit within the, the first three to six months, um, and then anybody who buys the games afterwards, like that, those six to nine months afterwards, get the the deeper discounts as it as it plunges from. Um, thirty to probably you know fifty percent, um, depending on how well the game did. Um, 
the actual sales at the end of the year because remember you not only do you have um you know those normal you know like uh you know, fall sales but of course with, with that comes the black friday sales um and those sales are competing with one another before the the beginning of the next year comes and there's even sales going into that period of time so I mean, and now, as David again said, you know, you have sales, um, you know, all year, twice a month. So it's, it's, it's on top of that, you have PSN plus discounts and it's, it just deepens the, the, the sale even more. So, I mean, to wait is, is a, a smart thing for you to do because the company is making that money back anyway for, for the games that turn profit and they're making extra profit on top of that. So um and and uh, they can also put the the game on other platforms and make extra profit even on top of that so i mean it it, it i mean the business model works for itself and you will tell who, which games live and die by uh you know the iterative uh nature of uh uh the the franchise itself how many uh you know um you know uh episodes or 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 you know they they have like uh, in like a trilogy or something, um, but the the uh, you know it, it with Game Pass, it's it's for for people to to constantly talk about Game, I, game Pass because I understand that gaming companies get their money up front, but the, this there, this also comes with an understanding of the fact that there's some form of uh, the, on the end of the gamer there has to be a a a, a um. They they actually gauge the amount of users' um, interactions um, with the system uh, engagement. There you go. The engagement numbers to to actually see how much the actual value of that game is. So I mean, um, this is why it's so important to get into those you know multiplayer games and things like that where they can actually add things that lengthen the value so people play it over a certain period of time. But um, with with uh, Game Pass, it's an even greater risk, and to, to promote that is dangerous for Sony or even Nintendo because they cannot afford to take these types of losses that Microsoft is absorbing to make these things happen. Um, and even with these sales, you're doing it on top of that because now you're putting your first party on the chopping block to sell a, 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 you know, a um, subscription service that hasn't even proven to be wildly popular. I mean, not popular, but um, profitable yet. So um, that is, it's just compounding um, a losses. Uh, and I'm not going to, and of course I wouldn't say how much because I, I do not know that As for somebody who's, uh, you know, like David to actually tell somebody, but of course Microsoft doesn't release those numbers. They, um, when they release, you know, their information, it's, it's one lump sum. So you don't find out what's in between. Um, you know, but like the, the I, I don't, I, I, I understand and I respect the service, but as uh, from a gamer's perspective, it's good for us because we're getting more for less, and that's the only way really we, that we can look at it um, um, from that perspective. But to actually say that this is something that you, you, uh, um, Sony should be going up against is is wildly irresponsible to 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 competition, um, and if we want these companies to compete they have to see how safe it is the waters are to actually even look at what microsoft's doing and uh to actually replicate it because like for instance xbox live xbox live gold is pure profit 
that that makes sense. That made sense for Sony to follow. That made sense for Nintendo to follow. You know, so I mean, um, if there's because remember we have to remember what Sony went through with the PS3 era, and they can't go through that again. You know, um, and they they played the, the the game quite conservatively and still came out ahead uh, with with uh, their game development. So I mean, to actually um, put these games in jeopardy with a uh, uh, you know, a subscription service is just asking for trouble. So, I mean, I, 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 I King David is a funny guy. I, 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 you know, he makes me laugh, but you know, I don't always take everything he says so seriously. Sorry. I just, I wanted to put that out because I'm sitting here. I'm like, did I just hear what I heard? Maybe I did. Let me put it out there and see what, what everybody else has to say. Um, does anybody else want to add to that? Because if not, we're going to jump into the, uh, I guess, the, the, the next topic. David, do you, do you have some more that you want to say? Uh, yeah, if you're going to organize a debate between me and King, you're going to need to have a uh, pretty big gap between us. And uh, you're going to have to make sure that he, he sticks to his five minutes because he's likely just talking, the rest. talk and talk and talk himself into a fucking hole. I'll be and the rest. I'll have, have a timer leave and everything. Him, leave him digging himself. I, it's, I, I, mean, I don't have anything personally against the guy, but it's Im- Im- impossible to have a debate with someone who won't listen, who all they want to do is talk, and who won't present facts. They just talk opinion on opinion on opinion without any ability to to produce hard evidence to support their opinion, and they're just there to do inflammatory work because that's all he's done on Twitter. Every time I've engaged with him, he'll he'll deflect, he'll backtrack, he'll sidestep, he'll go for a personal personal attack. He won't substantiate anything he's saying. And that one time that I put pressure on him. Either he via a soccer account or one of his minions decided to jump in and have a crack at me, and I spent the, one of the best argument days I've ever had, absolutely <laughs> tearing them to pieces, and they deleted all their tweets. So I'd I'd, yeah. I'd be happy enough to engage with him. I just don't think you'd be able to get him on board because I've belted him up once, and I don't think he'd do it again. Uh, uh, Yobi sits there and says, "DM on Twitter and tweet him. It's uh, simple as that." Hey, listen, I will sit there. Uh, like I said, I'll be a moderator. Retro, you can be a moderator. Uh, we'll give you five minutes. Right after the five minutes, your your mic gets turned off. And just to let the other person talk and that stuff. I mean, we can, we can do that. I think we can actually do a better job than what happens around here in the States. You know, when, when uh, they do the debates and whatever for the presidency. I think we can. I mean, my personal opinion, I just think we can. Um. But we're going to move on to the next topic, uh, which is basically the last topic. But we'll have uh, the last about 40, about 40, 45 minutes for it. Um, David, I'm I'm sitting there. Shout out to uh, Wooly and his company of gamers, which basically you and uh, HD are a part of that. Um, he was talking about, and you actually uh, said a lot about this WB, and there's a possibility that Sony could come in and maybe uh, purchase WB. According to the uh, the, the comments and that, um, the people have been asking, is HBO a part of that? 
um, what exactly would be, you know, a part of that deal because Discovery, it's AT&T is trying to put it off to uh, Discovery and then Discovery would, would kind of like, uh, uh, I guess it, they would situate it, you know, with the gaming, comics, movies and, and whatever else. Um, could you explain a little bit that because I'm horrible at explaining what's going on? AT and T are getting absolutely smashed with their Warner Entertainment or Warner Media. That's probably a better way of putting it. Um, so, first and foremost, it's very important to note that Warner Music is not part of this deal. Okay. That's very important for, and I'll relate back as to why that's super important later, but. Um, brief background for those who didn't catch Woolly's show last week. Warner Entertainment or Warner Media is being spun off out of AT&T to then be merged with Discovery because AT&T want to get rid of it. It's costing them a bundle and they have no idea what how to make it work, so they're going to dump it and get rid of it. And what they're doing is they're, they're splitting it out and they're giving AT&T shareholders uh, a ratioed you know, uh, ratioed share um, in, in in this new spin-off, and and basically they spin it out. They merge it with Discovery. Um, Discovery's pro- providing the, the 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 CEO or the managing director, whatever you want to call them, um, and then the board's made up of sort of fifty fifty um, Discovery people and and uh, AT and T people. The really interesting thing to note is that the board is pretty much chock full of specialists in mergers and acquisitions um, and more so on the selling side than the than the merging side. Um, what it means, though, is that Warner Media and Discovery are, are going to be floated or will be floated as their own separate company um, on the stock exchange in, in the US, uh, but they've obviously got worldwide reach. Uh, and, and the subsequent part of that is because AT&T want to get rid of it and the shareholders for AT&T want to get rid of it, there's 71% of uh, the new merged company being Warner Discovery Limited. Um, nearly three-quarters of the shareholders want to get rid of it. So there's an opportunity there for it to be purchased. Um, and interestingly enough, because of the current antitrust situation in America, Disney won't be allowed to buy it. Uh, Paramount won't be allowed to buy it. And there's a couple of others that won't be allowed to buy it. But there is one company that doesn't reside in America that's got a very good chance to be able to buy it, and that's Sony Pictures. And the background of that is Sony Pictures or Sony tried to buy Fox just before Disney got them and they got outbid at the last minute. And Sony was prepared to stump up 70, I think it was 70 or $72 billion total to get Fox and Warner Discovery is valued at $43 billion. So if they want to buy the whole thing, they could buy the whole thing for $43, $44 billion or they could go after the AT&T for $32 or $33 billion just buy out that 71% or they could just take a 51% ownership for $21.5 billion, $22.5 billion and, and get access to that but, but- that way. So what does that mean? Well, it means that they get all the DC, all the Warner Brothers DC IP, intellectual property. They get all of Warner Brothers Gaming, all of Warner Brothers Movies, all of Warner Brothers 
animations. They get the DCIP, Looney Tunes, Hanna-Barbera, the works. HBO Max, the CW, all of that stuff comes with it as well. That's just from the um, Warner side. And then on the Discovery side, they get Eurosport, the rights to the PGA Europe, the rights to basketball in Europe. Uh, they've got um, some soccer channels in some of the Europe countries, plus they get the broad-ranging TV channels, CNN and, and ones like that. Um, some of those are, are owned by Discovery. Um, and then obviously you get the Discovery Channel, the History Channel, all those sort of ones. Um, so there's a huge, huge amount of uh, television and film that Sony Pictures can can straight away grab. And then there's obviously all the the animation stuff, which can then be flicked off to the anime sections and and fed in with you know a subset to their Crunchyroll and all the rest of it. Um, and then just the the manpower that they pick up. Is, is actually quite substantial. So there's a big opportunity there for Sony to do it. Um, it it's, it's a couple of weeks ago, there was a lot of chatter about it happening. Um, it's sort of quietened down a little bit since, but they're aiming to have this deal done so that the merger and the, the spin-off and merger done um, by the middle of 2022, so June, July. Um, and you will have noted that Sony's been very, very quiet in the last month or so. Um, Sony did a deal with AT&T to buy Crunchyroll's parent company for a billion dollars, so there's a, a relationship there already, uh, and Sony won't have any trouble getting the money to do it. Um, and, and the key thing, though, is, as I said, Warner Music isn't included in, in this deal. It's its own piece out on its own, and that's important because... If Sony, Sony has a huge amount of the music industry already, if the music, Warner Music was included as part of this and Sony tried to buy it, Sony would have controlled over 70, 72 or 73% of the music industry worldwide. So that would have been a, a no-go zone for any country. They would have just said, no, that's, that's not okay. But because music isn't, then Sony gets a clear run at it. Again, because they're not a US-based company, so there's there's no fear of of having the antitrust mobs of America come screaming, chasing down, knocking down the door, going, "You can't do this because you're monopolising an industry." Because even if Sony bought Warner Media, uh, Warner Discovery Limited, they would only just come up to being on par with Disney, and there's no harm in having. Uh, you know, one juggernaut being being set a, set across from a second one. So there's there's a huge amount of of um, there's a huge amount of toing and froing to go with it. There's no guarantee that it's going to happen. But the way that I was looking at it, and some of the conversations that I've been privy to, it was certainly something that was on the radar because there's not too many others outside of America that could could buy it. So, yeah. Um, okay, so let let me ask you this. Uh, what about like the the Bandai Namco? I mean, what exactly do does do they own? Because I I think it was Salty's uh, podcast maybe two weeks ago. They own some kind of uh, anime. Um, toy line things like that, and then they also have which I, 
I actually thought it would wouldn't be it would actually be a really nice pickup before I actually heard what you had to say last Saturday about WB. But they have a bunch of um, uh, fighter games in that, and Sony went into and bought uh, Evo. Uh, that's that's why I put it out there on the thumbnail. Which would actually be better? Uh, the way it kind of comes off, I mean, WB, it that presents a lot. Like you were sitting there saying, you have all the movies. You have was it Game of Thrones, Sopranos, whatever was on uh, HBO and that uh, HBO Max, and you know, I I love their uh, Peacemaker. But then you have DC Comics, and then you have the gaming division that would come over which Mortal Kombat would actually feed right into the Evo thing. And and then Rocksteady coming in with, you know, Suicide Squad. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, does anybody else? Somebody has to have something to say about this. Who, who wants to be first? Anybody? Nobody? Bandai Namco or about Warner Brothers? Uh, about uh, Bandai uh, Namco. Um, the way it, what they have would it be a better fit with, with Bandai Namco or is it a better fit with WB? I'm leaning more towards WB just because of the movie properties too that they would uh, it, would bring with. It, I, I I'll just briefly put this out there and then I'd, I'd like others to to talk about it though. But just be mindful, Bandai Namco's got a lot of other things rather than gaming and anime. They've also got hotels, um, casinos, pachinko machines. They've got heaps of other stuff. Um, so there's, there's when we're talking about Bandai Namco, we're just going to be talking specifically about the anime and the gaming section. Um, and and I think it's just important to, to remember that. Okay. Um, does anybody, does anybody have anything to say about either one of these companies? I just don't think Namco is going to happen. I think this, I don't think, I don't see Namco wanting to split everything up. Yeah, I don't. WB could could happen. I, I, I would like it to happen. I mean, I like the Injustice fighting games too. That's another thing they could focus on too for their Evo tournaments. Um, uh, you know, it, it's a tough thing to, to talk about because, I mean, you can see Sony doing well with having um, either one of these two companies, but the problem is the landscape that they're in right now. And that's where is uh you know it people will start to talk about you know how much of a percentage of the actual market that they are taking over, um, whether it be from music to actual movies and things like that, um, and digital media of uh, streaming, you know, uh, you know Sony would be going from a, a almost a non-existent entity to most uh, people, even though even though they had uh other uh. You know, apps like uh, not, not not Crunchyroll. Of course, they own Crunchyroll and they own uh, Funimation now, but they also had Crackle, and they were uh, putting their uh, spin on uh, the uh, streaming movie uh, and TV show uh, model 
except they used similarly to Hulu, gave you the options of uh, um, ha- using, um, uh, you know, having commercials to to uh, add another revenue um, base to their, uh, you know, um, you know, their options. Is of course, uh, I guess you could pay to remove the uh, uh, the commercials, uh, and so the, you know. With there was already enough uh, complaining going on with the situation with uh, Crunchyroll and, and and Funimation, and I, I, I can understand that. But um, the that's mostly from a distribution point of view. So it, there, 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 there's definitely a hold on the market where distribution is concerned, but not actually production. So um, if you know Sony was to get involved, they would be controlling a large amount of production um on the japanese animes uh from the japanese anime section and taking in huge amounts of licensing um dollars uh, you know it's, and 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 of course having those games tied to sony development would actually increase the quality even beyond that of uh a company is known as a uh, namco bandai namco that it would actually increase the quality of up against either um, WB or Namco. So um, that's not something I worry about. The problem is the actual optic. And uh, even with Microsoft, I don't want to be a hypocrite because I, you know, I've said I, there's certain companies I do not want Microsoft and Sony to buy um, these large, huge, large companies. But um, again, I'm not a economist and I'm not a accountant. So who am I to say truly what they can do? legally um i'm just looking at the market itself and i just want to make sure it's healthy that's all uh sony's effect on wb games wow let's count the ways that they could actually increase the actual quality of their games um their movies uh and they could actually meld hbo max into uh you know something uh more with a sony spin on it um I don't know how much more they could do for, for something like HBO Max because that's already worlds beyond anything Sony has ever done. Um, they would be in a situation kind of like Microsoft where the quality of their, their streaming apps uh, could only be uh, um, held up if they, they keep the infrastructure of the, the actual company that they purchased and they just manage it uh, financially. But it's really the gaming sector where they uh, stand to uh, um, really, really uh, set the tone. So... I mean, yeah, they they can leave their mark either way because they, um, again, it's it's just worrying about the optics for me. How about Shaky? You ever heard from Shaky? <laughs> I was just actually just going to ask him, Shaky. You have anything? Well, I don't have a lot of thought because I don't know what both companies own and what Sony could benefit benefit from. Uh, I did read from the chat that uh, uh, David said that uh, Sony Pictures would uh, benefit the most from WB and uh, Bandai Namco uh, PlayStation will would benefit from that more. And uh, yeah, uh, if uh, Sony did buy WB, they would um, you know booster uh, in the film or television line, uh, you know. They bolster that one up, and uh, in the gaming section, you know, it's gonna benefit from you uh, having more uh, studios and 
using new IPs. Now, if you notice, Sony is now uh, doing, you know, uh, PlayStation Productions. That's the film and TV uh, production for play uh, for Sony that makes uh, adapting the PlayStation IPs into other media and uh, to you know more, make more advertisement for their games. We've seen Uncharted the film and um, it could lead to more sales with the uh, Lost uh, not Lost Legacy no I mean the the Thieves collection, you know. And uh, getting uh, getting WB they can um, they can uh, re not schedule uh, plan things really well in a way that bolster both sides between games and film that one another can help uh, profit from that even further. And uh, from Bandai Namco, that you could do that. I, does Bandai Namco actually own anime? Uh, correct me. Uh, just tell me if that's true or not. Yes, yes, they do. Okay. okay. They, they own a huge amount of anime. Okay, they do. And also produce a lot of the video games for those uh, anime. And uh, Sony has Crunchyroll, uh, Funimation, and it could use both, you know, uh, market the, the ga- uh, uh, games and the uh and the you know the uh, the shows and or the films for the anime uh but i don't have anything specific to say about them one thing one thing only this is a personal thing if they do buy wb games that includes also cartoon network i want from sony a ben 10 game all I want is a really well-made, high-quality action Ben 10 game. If they give me that, that's that's so wonderful, man. That'll be a dream come true for me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, not the the ones that uh, uh, that's made for the re- reboot one. That's uh, it's not it's not uh, it's not for me. I want the OG one or the Alien Force uh, Ben 10. Make an awesome game out of it. Let Insomniac or any other <laughs> Sony Studio make it, and bam, you get a. I think it, 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 it because Ben Ten is uh, is well known because uh, not well, well, not the most popular. You know, there are other other things uh, more popular, but it's still recognizable. You're gonna get sale. There, are, children like it, uh, and uh, there's the toys as well. And uh, make a game for it. I think it would uh, sell really well, uh, really well. If uh, if it got the care that it, uh, you know uh, the, that Sony does for most of it uh, of its uh, for uh, most of her, uh, of its. I can't say it, man. Uh, you know uh, the 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 the. The quality they, they, that they give uh, give for their games, okay. Uh, give. Uh, I hope they do that for this uh, specific game. So yeah. I, I I wanted to ask this real quick. Um, yes. Is Suicide Squad the the game that's coming out? Isn't that going to be a games as a service also? I, no, I, 
No? Okay. Okay. I thought I heard something about that. uh, Currently, we don't have anything... Only the style of gameplay, but nothing in nothing with live service or co-op. Currently, we the only thing that we know that we we can play as the other characters. You know, you, you not just one character you can play in this uh, game. You can play the uh, the shark one, Harley Quinn, uh, Boomerang guy, uh, and uh, and the shooter. I forgot his name. Uh, Deadshot, but. Yeah, Deadshot, yeah. Uh, those are the characters you could play, but nothing... Uh, currently, there's nothing confirmed. People are still wondering, because uh, uh, Rocksteady still haven't uh, shown uh, uh, or confirmed anything about the game being a live service. It looks like one, but we don't know if, it's, if it is one. See, I, I just... I'm sitting there, and me being a, a huge DC fan, I'm just, I'm like, and, and David, I don't know if you know, or maybe HD, or or somebody on the panel, is is Sony in the process of, I guess, um, because they're getting the Marvel IP, they have the Spider-Man, Miles Morales, they got Wolverine, but then I kept on, I keep on hearing that, there might be another deal or two, uh, and one of the studios might be working on a Marvel, another Marvel game. Are they actually starting their own universe? Because I'm just sitting there and saying, if they got DC, you have, and they do do um, the Marvel universe, they could also sit there and do a DC universe, and they have the studios to do it. Yeah, that would be completely unfair. Kids move and have an aneurysm. <laughs> yeah, legitimate. Have you have you have you heard his his responses to Sony and 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 Marvel? This would literally, I wouldn't it want would, to see it. It would it would blow his brain, wouldn't it? That would just be it. Yes, I mean he's literally already. I mean, the cognitive dissonance aside, he literally sometimes actually says out loud like. So the way Sony beats Microsoft is quite unfair. You know, like, you know, he actually admits out loud, like, you know, uh, admits his rant. So, I mean, if, if Sony ever got DC and Marvel at the same time, oh, my God, like, uh, that, that, that's, that's terrible. Listen, that's oh what I'm God. saying. Can you imagine I mean, Batman being exclusive to PlayStation? Oh, he, he'd lose it. <laughs> ex- exactly. You you have all of a sudden. Who would you have make it? Who would you have make a Batman game from Sony's? First party studios. I want to hear everybody's. An- I want to hear everybody's answer. Sucker punch. Sucker punch. Mm. Okay. If so, if if Sony does the acquisition, well then Rocksteady becomes oh, a Sony uh, studio, doesn't it? So you just yeah, give them you a bit of extra to, production yeah. support, and then off we go. Yep. I mean, I keep hearing that. Um... What is it? People keep crying out, which I thought the game was fantastic when I did play it, but the Punisher game. And people want uh, Naughty Dog to do a Punisher game. That would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. But like like I said, I mean... Oh, that gorgeous system. Neil Druckmann said that. Yeah, Pun- oh. yeah. yeah, he actually that would... sat there and said that he wants to make a, a Punisher game. Well, can we have that? Can we have that after we get Savage Starlight, please? Uh, I've been waiting... <laughs> For an open-ended space game from Naughty Dog, 
for absolute oh, years. I uh, I just want that game first, please, and then we can have Punisher. I've waited long enough. You didn't <laughs> give me any Jack and Daxter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More original or uh, uh, from other series, not uh, more licensed games. Okay. Yeah. It's, <laughs> hey, Shaky, you know what? You actually brought something up that I, I wanted to ask everybody here, too. Why is it that Sony can go out, okay, uh, Microsoft just spent, uh, what is it, $70 billion plus another, uh, what, maybe around $8, 8000000000 for Bethesda and that stuff. So let's say $80 billion on two publishers. Why is it that they're getting outbidded, if that's what you want to say, uh, or I'll say it, by Sony and getting these license deals for Spider-Man, for Final Fantasy, for... No, uh, why are they getting... It's not paid? always... It ain't always about the immediate payoff. Yeah. But yeah. That, but Do you know that, what I mean? Like They're not just looking at it as in, well, Microsoft's going to give us more money than Sony is for this deal. They're looking at it in terms of, okay, we might get this help with the development. Um there's a bigger audience on PlayStation, so our game's going to get more exposure. You know what I mean? All them things get considered too. It's not just, you know, the the highest bit of wins all the time. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, there's also, I think, uh, when uh, Sony does negotiate these uh, deals, they most definitely show the numbers to them, uh, how much they sell their... Uh, definitely. Yeah, before they make the deal, even if another publisher has the has more money to do it but doesn't have the numbers the the studio specifically can achieve it you know you have also not just uh, the sales you have to show you have you need also to show the studio who's going to do it because you need to honor the ip to fulfill uh, you know uh, to do it justice at the end of the day because uh, Sony ha- has a lot has that in spades when negotiating these uh, license deals. Currently, we how many licenses did Sony did the the their Spider Man? That's the first one, and Wolverine. They managed to do another one thanks to the success of Spider Man, and uh, nothing else. Uh, other well, is Star Wars the uh, Old Republic? It's a remake. Correct, and yes. uh, and it's uh, it's going to be exclusive co- on consoles. But I don't know how much um, you know the deal for, with Sony and how much they're involved in this because it's not their f- uh, first party who, uh, who's doing the development. It's um, I think their name I, is Aspire, right? But didn't they say that they were in um, assistance with Sony Worldwide Studios or something like that? Then it say it wasn't a specific way it was worded. It was like in partnership with, or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, that's a, so. It's a little bit different, but uh, than the usual how Sony does second uh, party, you know, uh, development or dealing because this is this is very strange. But if they do are partnered with Sony, then they are then then they do have some access to their resource. And that's very helpful to make this game more uh, polished. And 
and Sony does want the, that game to be very polished because it's uh, it's currently console exclusive. So that's a that's a, that's the third license that Sony managed to do, but all of them are with Disney. So I wonder if they can manage to get another license from another uh, company if they did actually attempt to negotiate. <laughs> I think it's poten- like it's definitely a potential because I think it's like as a retro says, not just the money. It's like Sony's got a track record of producing these like high quality games, and not just games like high quality franchises, successful franchises. So you know these companies aren't going to want to just sell to the highest bidder, and then the game comes out and it's trash, and then that basically affects the the reputation or the mind share of that franchise as well. So that that's part and parcel of it, and as you said, with these licenses, even if it's a second party or third party um, deal, like it looks like it's going to be with Knights of the Old Republic, Sony's also got a, a track record of they've got they're heavily involved in these uh, games. Like it's not just luck that a lot of their third party exclusive games coming out are high quality. Like you know, Ken Demon Souls, um, yeah. yeah, Demon Souls, Seafood. Like they. The, they definitely have a hand in the development of these titles and making sure they're on track, which is which is another big factor. They they go show show these companies the, the figures, look look what kind of sales we're getting on the platform, you know, look at how mm-hmm. criti- critical acclaim we're getting on these titles. Like and that's what's happened with Spider Man, it's just taking off, you know, like first game did so good, everyone's anticipating the second. And I think that's that's why Marvel was so keen to say, look, what 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 other franchise do you want? What what else can we, you know, make bucket loads of cash off? And I think Microsoft could go out and do that and offer it, but they just don't have that track record of saying, look, look what we've done with this and franchise it, or that franchise. So, yep. and is it Wolverine yeah. like the second most popular like superhero besides Spider Man yeah. or something like that? Uh, from Marvel, yeah. uh, Marvel specifically. That- yeah, that game, that game is going to do numbers. That Wolverine game is... I really hope they have a good, like, a good gore system in it, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> like, it has to have... It has to Wolverine all over again because of that. Dude, that game was awesome. I love that game, man. Mm-hmm. Raven Software? Yeah. Yeah, and you, do you remember you could see bits of his body in that just getting yeah. shot off and, that, and then they just start coming back together? I love that shit, man. <laughs> he was awesome. Yeah. Be awesome to have a have a mechanic like you say with the gore system where you can not not just like button bash the attack, but you get into certain um oh I say they're like um key moments in a fight where you can actually like if you pin someone kind of like the the finishing moves in the Yakuza games, how they do that quick little cut scene on the move and you put your buttons in, you can actually yeah. put a claw yeah. either. Yeah, claw either side of someone's neck, pin them against a wall, and then decide whether you slowly want to jab the middle claw through their throat or not. Mm. Yeah, like, like that's that's the oh, level man, of detail that, that Sony can get into. Yeah, yeah, but imagine that's the sort of level of detail that Sony developers and programmers, the story writers, and the game developers in the production house get into. That's the sort of shit they think about. Most of the other ones don't. They will just go, oh, you just press some buttons and we'll run a quick animation scene and off we go. But the, the key thing to, one key thing I would throw in at this is just because Sony could potentially own DC and they've got these deals with Marvel, that doesn't mean that Disney's going to pull the pin on the Marvel's content and take it somewhere else just because Sony's got the DC stuff. 
these the big companies at this end they don't think of it as in that kind of me versus you mentality anymore it's more of a we time it so we don't trip each other over and we still make a shitload of money mm-hmm. yeah when you get that big, money rolling it, it's got nothing to yeah it's got nothing to do with my dick's bigger than yours sort of thing and, <clears> and, much, and yeah. you know sony's yeah. had, Sony had how many teraflops yeah definitely <laughs> yeah because Disney's got their, all their different bits and pieces they're doing, and and um, you know, the last Spider-Man movie made an absolute bundle. Was number one. It's in the top two or three movies ever made, or something. Now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then Sony Pictures, Sony Pictures did that around Christmas time, I think it was, and then they followed it up with Uncharted, and a lot of gamers hate Uncharted's movie, but it's not aimed at the gamers. It's aimed at the movie audience. And it's doing monstrous numbers where it's been the number one movie released in the last two weeks or something. Sony Pictures is winning there, is making you know number one movies there. But Disney's not there trying to compete with those ones. It's like giving breathing space and saying, well, you guys are going to have your drops here, 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 and here, and we're going to drop in these other areas. And we're not going to trip like Sony does, does not have a handheld console because that's the sense in competing with the Switch. Let them have that section. Don't go and fight them there because you'll only end up costing you money because these, again, big companies realise that a race to mind share is a race to the bottom because we have to undercut to get there and we're not going to do that. We'll just say, all right, congratulations on your successes and we'll have our successes and we won't trip each other over and we'll be all good because who else are you going to trust to do a Marvel game? Where are you going to take it? You can't take it to Square because you get hit and miss. And they've been proven with the last two Marvel games they did. You can't take it to, um, you wouldn't take it to Xbox first party studios. <laughs> you just look how long it takes to get a game made. Take it to EA. Really no, because they don't, they don't have the quality there. Yeah. You're not going to take it to Activision because they're not going to associate <laughs> with Bobby. Where else are you going to go? You would, Disney demands quality. Disney will take it to quality. Well, who makes quality video games? Sony, well, it's a no-brainer. They're not, like you said before, they're not going to compromise the quality of their IP and the mind share and the, the respect um, of their their audience is not going to tolerate any kind of degradation of, of the things that they like. And, I mean, Halo Infinite and Forza Horizon 5, great examples of the disdain and sheer, I don't know, what you'd call it, disrespect that Xbox held for two very critical IPs of theirs and they produced that shit. And as much as people stand there and go, yes, it's great, yes, it's brilliant, yes, it's this, it says everything else. No, no. The reason why Halo's multiplayer was free to play is because no one was going to buy it in this Game Pass. No one was going to sub to Game Pass to play it. They had to make it free because all the microtransactions are the only way they're going to make their money. And then it still was garbage with the campaign. Like, there's nothing in there. They're speed running it in 30 minutes. Like it's there's more content in Sifu than there is in that. Um, and that was made by 30 people. Sifu was made by 30 people. Like there's there's this huge amount of well, this huge amount. There's a giant chasm of a gap between what Sony can do in terms of video gaming and everybody else. And a lot of others have even stopped trying to play catch up. 
So, but yeah, just it, I just wanted to reiterate. Sorry, I got off track, but it's just because Sony would own both Marvel and would own DC and have be producing Marvel content. That doesn't mean that they're going to pit them against each other and have to compete like they used to with the comics. But even then, we've had Marvel and DC comic crossovers. One of the best ones yep. that I can recall is when they crossed over Wonder Woman with Thor. Damn you know, Thor is the only one who can pick Damn up his it. hammer, and Wonder Woman's the only DC comic person to ever pick up Thor's hammer. And that wasn't an issue because they weren't competing against each other. They were working together. As I said it last week, as long as the two aren't having to face off and someone comes out a loser, the two of them will coexist, no problems. It was a Batman and Spider-Man one too. Yep. What about, okay, so David already stole my idea, but Sony gets DC. Sony has, <laughs> you know, the Marvel rights, especially to to uh, uh, Spider-Man, but uh, they go and they say to Marvel, let's do a Marvel versus DC. They, they did, like mm-hmm. David said, they had a comic book uh, series out. I don't know how many uh, issues it was, but there was a, a, you know, a comic book out there why couldn't you do that? Why couldn't you mix, uh, you know, movie wise, you know, something in there, we, DC, and, and that? You never know. Oh, and that's a well, good one. Well, if you there. wanted to do. Oh, sorry. So, sorry, David. Uh, you know what? Let me throw this out there to you real quick. But who owns uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Is that Nickelodeon? Yes. Okay. And they're well, not owned question. by uh, Sony or WB, right? Who the hell owns Nickelodeon? Paramount. Oh, okay. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, David, go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> who, who did you think owned them? Uh, I thought... I'm just sitting there thinking, is Nickelodeon just like, you know, off on their own kind of thing? Because I... I Listen, I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. I mean, the the last one w- was good, but not great. But the first, the, the one before that, I thought it was good. But um, I didn't think uh, anybody uh, owned Nickelodeon. But then um, there's also people out there that I've I know that Showtime's been owned by Viacom for God knows how long. So um, and. Somebody sat there. Teenage. uh, Go ahead, David. I was going to say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is owned by Paramount. Okay, so then. All right. And isn't there a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, video game coming out pretty soon, too? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the old 2D side scrolling sort of one, isn't it? Yeah, that's awesome. I'll go go back and play that. That, That'd be good. But I'm just I'm just sitting there now. I'm like, man, there could be a DC Marvel crossover if this would happen. Man, that would be freaking awesome. I get my I'll, hopes up. I have pitched it, but I'll, I'll pitch it to you again. That the, the uh, this is my perspective. Um, if I was to advise on it, is you have to you have to build it up in a certain way. And and I'm pretty sure Retro, you and I were talking about this last week is. If you ran it, if you produced a game and you'd want it to be free to play, all right, so you you build a very basic free to play version and you get people interested and you add some content for the first six months. 
So you launch it with 20 fighters in it and then add another 10 fighters. Get it structured right, get it balanced out right, and you let people have three to six months to get good at playing it. And then you run tournaments similar like they did with Green Turismo Sport. You've got your nationals and your regionals. And you run tournament styles every couple of weeks. So people, you can actually get your levels up. You can actually see who are really good players and who aren't. And then every four, every say, say four to six months, let's say every six months, you run a, a, a finals for your region and then you run a, an international final at the end of that. So you'd have a tournament style where when you get to the international finals, you hold them in wherever, you get massive amounts of sponsorship interest, you get massive amounts of crowd interest. And if you've got the game as Marvel versus DC, if you can get the buy-in from both sides, and let's be honest, money talks here, it's not where they're having to decide from a film perspective who's going to win if they're pitted against each other. It's more a matter of here's the characters for the players to utilise, let's see how they go. And then you get finals where, like you used to get with, um, oh, I can't remember what it was now, it's like Street Fighter, um, King of Fighters, all those sort of, those tournaments where you would have, you know, thousands of people watching a one-on-one for the final or something like that. You think about how big that would be if you spent the time actually building the interest in the game and getting the game sorted out and then getting it all the way to the, to the international point. You could have it at Evo. You could have it as a separate point to Evo. Uh, you, you can do it coinciding with movie launches. You can do it with a huge amount of, um, as I say, sponsorship. You could get uh, random, like completely random sponsors in, like let's say Athletic um, Under Armour decides that they're going to, be the main sponsor for a, or, you know, UFC comes on board or something like that. It's got the ability to, um, to grow to be a really big event. And I think that's about the only way you could sell it to get both sides interested. If it's just a, we made a game and people buy it, I don't think you'd get that across the line. Um, but you know, it's in a similar vein to like Marvel versus Capcom or something like that. It's it's got to have a. There's a huge interest from from of nostalgic interest in Marvel versus DC. Mm-hmm. But you would you know, you'd have to you'd have to pitch it right and you'd have to do it right. And I just don't see anyone else outside of Sony being able to do that. Well, they've already got the structure down pat for the last five years with sport, haven't they? They already know how to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all they have to do is then introduce that team. We talked about it last week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were talking about it last week. Grand Turismo Sport was basically the beta test of how Sony's going to do tournaments and all that sort of stuff going forward. It's a proven formula. So (laughs) they'll wheel that out to a heap of other stuff. And that AI, I have a funny feeling that Sony AI isn't just going to be for sport, uh, for Grand Turismo 7. It's just, I don't know. I think they're going to use that in a wide range of games, man. And not just games, obviously, they're cars and stuff as well, but mm. I think we're going to see Sophie pop up in a few more places than just Gran Turismo, right? Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it excites me because they're, 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 they're kind of hyping it as like a learning tool, a buddy on track, and like um, it wants to learn off you too. 
Do you know what I mean? It's it's crazy what they've got planned for it, man. I can't, I'm so excited. I can't wait. <laughs> that that will be very. Uh, and that, that's they're pushing the technology, man. That's that's exciting, and uh, and what it leads to just more, uh, you know, involvement uh, for uh, other departments, uh, not just for gaming, racing, even more. Uh, I wonder if they can put Sophie in a fighting game. <laughs> Imagine she'll be our sparring uh, buddy. Well, the way um, I find out, the way that the way they work it, I, I didn't realize this. So it takes it takes Sophie about a week to learn a track. Um, basically, that she can race it better than us. Um, but what they didn't tell you until a recent interview is she's actually controlling twenty cars on the track at the same time. Oh, crap. Well, that's, that's yeah, crap. right. And the and the, the way she learns, it's like a punishment and like a reward system. Now I'm not sure how to do it. It's AI, you know. I'm not sure how to do it. But basically, anytime she made a mistake, she got punished, and anytime she made like a good move, she got rewarded. And so, like punishments would be for like going off track or hitting another player, um, and stuff like that. So they just trained her like that. And and that's how she ended up getting like um, she's able to you know differentiate between driving aggressive and driving destructive and stuff like that. It's just really interesting, man. Uh, I want to ask you on which hardware were they running Sophie on specifically? On just a PC or something, or actually on a PS5? Again. Oh, I'm uh, I was asking about uh, you know. Uh, they teach Sophie how to drive on the track, right? Uh, on you know, it's a software, it's an AI. So, on which hardware was was she was it running on? <clears throat> on specific specifically, GPUs designed to basically crunch the numbers. To yeah, okay. um, I, oh. I did share. There's a there's an interview on GT Planet. Um, and it goes into kind of detail about all of that. Okay. It's quite interesting. It's quite interesting. But yeah, they basically just train it over and over again until she gets really good. Mm. Better than us. But it's better than us, faster than the best drivers in Gran Turismo. Yeah. Uh, we have already reached to the point where AI can be smarter than us. Let's pack our bags. Give the uh, give the machines to home, a new home. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> uh, games won't sell if we do that. We're gonna need to tone it down. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm getting older, not faster. That's for sure. That's why I quit multiplayer games. I can't compete no more. Uh, um, fellas, uh, that's gonna actually do it for uh, part two. Um. It was uh, fantastic. Everybody is freaking fantastically great. Um, I appreciate everybody uh, coming here. Um, I'm going to start with the uh, uh, stage. Um, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you and where you're hanging out and that stuff? Um, I'm uh, I'm on uh, Twitter. Uh, pretty much, I just uh, get involved in discussions when I'm not working. Where I have like free time and things like that. Uh, Eventually, I have uh, aspirations of going on YouTube, but uh, that's going to be a little ways away. So, um, until then, you can find me there. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, Shaky, where can everybody find you at? Well, you can find me exactly <laughs> at Twitter, really, on Twitter. I'll be posting a lot of uh, screenshots of me playing uh, uh, Horizon Forbidden West or other stuff, or tweeting about uh, about this uh, show or uh, Woolies <laughs> show and whatnot, okay? My name is Shaky Shako. Yes! Pronounce it like that, not shaky. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, oh, no, between no, no. yours... Don't, don't worry about and it. De- okay. and this, <laughs> I okay, was bad last week. Last that. week, I was horrible, man. Horrible with, with Dizzy and that. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm messing this again? up. I'm, it's Dizzy. It's See? Dizzy, I'm sorry. If he's, he's even listening to this or later or whatever, I apologize. I seriously apologize. Um, I'm going to go to my co-host, Retro. Tell everybody where they can find you at. Yeah, you can find me at XTSXRetro on Twitter. Um, or Doom's, Doom's other shows, Sundays and Fridays. And sometimes on the Company of Gamers. And also, uh, you have your GT League going on, too? Um, yeah, on. well, the league hasn't really started yet. That'll be something we're definitely going to talk more on next week when GT7 launches, because a lot of people aren't even really jumping into sport at the minute. Okay. So, I'll a lot of people you. are waiting for 7. You can I'll try. Oh, yeah. You can certainly try. words on this uh, show that I will beat you after I do some training. Preferably OT said the OT. same. I'm still waiting. I just well, like wait, wait, wait. Didn't he beat you by any chance? Well, I mean, there's been the odd slip up that he's he's kind of beat me. Yeah, he has beat me once or twice. I'll give him that. Okay, okay. Well, it'll be fun just uh, racing again. Oh yeah, I love it. With you, Win, lose, draw, crash. I don't care. I just love racing. <laughs> or, crash. or getting bumped <laughs> into, uh, you know, uh, getting bumped out of the tracks because of a. Uh, that's special move. Uh, racer. <laughs> 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 special move, man. How we just? How about we all just play Mario Kart? And just really end yeah. it once and for all. I love <laughs> Mario Kart, man. I desire CTR, not that little child's game. <laughs> that whole what? Uh, yeah, yeah Crash a, Team Racer was fire too. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's fun. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go to. Uh, the two gentlemen that are from Australia that I don't know if they're having breakfast, but hopefully uh, both of them are at least having a cup of coffee or maybe two or maybe five. Um, but HD Gamer, I appreciate you uh, stopping by. Where can everybody find you at? Thank you. Uh, it's been a pleasure, guys. been able to chat with you on this and um, talk video games, uh, you know, be distracted a little bit by what's what's happening in the world at the moment, but uh, you can find me at uh, HD uh, underscore gamer underscore eighty four on Twitter. Um, haven't really been that active recently. I hopefully get back on there a bit more and focus on games rather than the the other things happening in the world. But um, yeah, so you can find me and Mister David Faulkner. Where can everybody find you? I can find me sitting at the kitchen table having a coffee talking to you at the moment <laughs> um otherwise i'm floating around on twitter at forky 87 um i pop up from there from time to time um yeah or you can catch me on the worldwide company gamers podcast as well as floating around on this one 
Um, yeah, if you got anybody got any questions about today's show from the stuff that I've been chatting about, please hit me up. I'm happy enough to answer them, but um, make them sensible questions. Don't come at me with you know un- unsubstantiated opinions and bullshit because I just I won't bother answering. Um, I want to say this. Uh, thank you to everybody that uh, came out today. That is in the chat. Appreciate it all. Um, makes uh, it makes it so much better for me to you know go back and forth with people on the chat. Um, I want to give a huge thank you to everybody that was here today. David HD, Retro, Shacky and Stage, uh, Social Destruct last week, everybody that's on the Friday night show. You guys don't make the channel, or I, I don't make the channel. You guys make the channel because you guys talk, and that's what I needed. So um, it is super much appreciated. Um I didn't think I was ever going to make over 100 subs, but apparently you guys got me over 100 subs. Thank you. Uh, I got to have everybody back. Um, I got even more topics and things like that, but uh, everybody go and play Elden Ring or Horizon or you guys go have some, you know, bacon and eggs or something like that. You know, go eat. I feel bad in that stuff. I might be on... Wooly's uh, company of gamers tomorrow. He, uh, I haven't heard anything from him. I know he was sick uh, Thursday night because he left Salty's uh, podcast. So I'm just leaving that up in the air. Um, but Retro and I have order of disorder tomorrow. If you want to uh, hear some weird and wacky shit, and believe me, uh, we have two um, two uh, articles that uh, are very disturbing. Uh, they're, they're kind of not laughed at, but they're, they're disturbing. Uh, but I will try to bring the funny as, as much as we can. Um, especially I'm going to say this and to the, this is to the Xbox people. Can you please just be careful where you place your batteries at? The one story we have tomorrow, it is very disturbing. So check it out. It's where some man put a battery in a special place. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. 11 o'clock. Um, but, hey, everybody that has listened or is going to listen to this, give these guys a follow. They deserve it. Um, they are smart as hell. They gave you great information, and they have taught me a lot. So that's going to do it for us. Um, I appreciate you guys. And uh, say your goodbyes, and we're going to get out of here. It's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you very much for hopping on with us tonight, man. Really, really appreciate it. I thank you very much for grabbing me, putting me in a bag, and bringing me here. It was what? <laughs> Listen, uh, you guys, too, man. I want to say this, and I know Retro will say this. You, everybody here is more than welcome to come back. I want everybody to come back and that stuff. We'll We'll figure something out. I want to get everybody back here, so. Yeah, I'd love to, mate. It's been a pleasure. It was an honor. The the honor is mine because I got you guys. Great to chat to you lads again. (laughs) Definitely, especially David, too. It's always an honor to hear him speak, man. Yes. Uh, Doomslayer, Retro, and Shaky. Uh, Shaky. Thanks. Thanks. Sorry. sorry. 
<laughs> see, uh, see, I'm already influence. See, stop, stop listening to me. I I put out the wrong information or bad information. So, uh, all right, that's going to do it for us. Um, I'll let everybody know when the next show is going to be popping up. Um, it'll probably be in a, a week or two in that. Um, but uh, we'll I'll let everybody know on Twitter. So. Everybody have a good night, a good morning, and a good afternoon. So we'll see everybody next time. Have a good one, man.